Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals-centric specific show Ah, when we talk about the Arizona Cardinals, we do this two times a week, Mondays and Thursdays. So as you listen to this, we are reacting to the Cardinals game, and we'll get into that 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 result in just a moment. And then on Thursdays, uh, we talk about the upcoming opponent. And so uh, I am your ho- your co-host, Javon J. Love Adams, and with me as always is one and only Ed Easy Smith, who not only played professional baseball, but also played in the National Football League. What is good, my brother? Man, that was a wild one, bro. We're getting ready to get into it. But that, I mean, it has been an overall just crazy weekend of football. Some of these games lost. And I and, and I will say a couple of them won, but a couple of these games were just literally just lost by the team that had it in hand. And, oh, my God, yes. I mean, the, the, the thing about it, Jay, you know, it doesn't matter who lost or who won it. It goes into a column on one side or the other. And some teams, they're going to be very disappointed looking at some film tomorrow. Man, so let's get and into other teams, really happy. <laughs> True indeed. So if if you were in my living room just now, uh, myself, my wife, and my and, and my youngest our youngest son, we were. Uh, it's funny because I'm a Raiders fan, but I but I do root for the Cardinals. So, so since I live and breathe them more more specifically in terms of what goes on day to day here in the Valley, and it was it was one of those games where. My wife and you know she came to our show just the other day, and so she's very professional and all buttoned up and everything. But when it came to them, when it came to rooting for the Cardinals, she was cursing and yelling and all that good stuff. But so the Cardinals were victorious <laughs> over the uh, over the Las Vegas Raiders in the city of Las Vegas, twenty nine twenty three in overtime. And there are a couple things. And we'll get into some of the stats, but the topics that I want to touch on is, is a couple things. One. And the, it was a tale of two halves because the the Las Vegas Raiders they should they should have won by thirty plus. But again, it is what it is, and there are a couple of things that maybe I want to get your thoughts on that. One of the things that I wrote down, especially after talking to my son, lack of urgency when it came to the Arizona Cardinals. Maybe this victory will wake them up, but we'll see. So that's one thing I want to touch on. Um, pressure again. So in the, in the towards the second half, even though I don't think the Raiders got a lot of pressure. I mean, the, the Cardinals got a lot of pressure in the second half. There were some things that the Raiders did not do where I think it was more so what the Raiders did not do as opposed to what the Cardinals did. So pressure. Uh, and then, and then the last thing, um, play calling, play calling. So I, let's get to, let's get to the first one. Let's get to the last one first, so to speak. Did I'm sure that you noticed in your palatial estate the number of times that Cliff Kingsbury, <laughs> that the play clock was winding down, and there was a timeout that was called. There was, and I noted, I noted there was a, what was it? 
there was the uh, with uh, two two minutes and forty some seconds left. The fourth and one that was I had a question about play calling in terms of the call played. Um, you know, he scrambled to to pick up the first down. You know, should he have? You know, to it was should he have run the ball? You know, Murray was sacked on a. It, it, the the thing is play calling. Should the play calling offensive coordinator play calling duties be taken away from Cliff? Maybe let him install it, but have somebody else call these plays because you can't you can't have the the, the burning up these timeouts, man. Yeah, I'm almost I'm curious as to their process whether he's handling everything, meaning he's obviously he's got somebody in his ear, but is he making the final decision on everything? Is he, you know, going through the the sheet rather than maybe have a tracker up top giving him suggestions? There's all kinds of different ways that some coordinators handle it. You know, they'll have somebody eye in the sky, two plays ahead, let's do this, let's do that. Or if he's on the sideline literally picking play-by-play, which you know, Jay, will – hinder you in terms of being prepared for the next play. If you're calling and watching, right. then you know, then the result is happening. Then you're having to sift through the play list to come up with the next play rather than have someone like almost like a tracker or somebody who's either making suggestions or what they call an associate uh, head coach, you know, offensive coordinator who might be in his ear already queuing up the next, you know, for the next scenarios uh, as you mentioned, it was one of those things where the the Cardinals several times clock running down, and it was almost like, well, we run out of time, just run this, or they had to burn timeouts. And even on that last two point conversion, after they scored a touchdown, you know you had to go for two, right? I mean, because it yes, was sir. no time left on the clock, so you get the touch reviewing the play. So it's like, where was the mix-up of now we run, we're we waiting to for confirmation and then we still got to delay a game penalty on that two-point conversion? It was, I mean, that just happened That's throughout right. the game. And as you mentioned, it, it might be an instance where they they need definitely need to show. I'll throw this one thing out at you, though, Jay, as well. You also have to remember that this is obviously the coach's coach during the preseason, but they're still going through basic preseason with Murray and, you know, the whole process as well. And wouldn't it be advantageous instead of toying around with your preseason and letting your quarterback call plays in the fourth quarter, wouldn't it be more advantageous for our staff to be doing that themselves and, you know, not making a game of it, you know, maybe going into scenarios and stuff like that that we might not be able to prepare for during camp. But in these preseason games, maybe we pick up the pace and do different things uh, to get some practice on that stuff. So, I mean, long as short, it's the Cardinals win. There's loss. forgot with that. I know that'll hurt yeah. us. But, man, this was a wild game and a wild weekend. There was something interesting again, staying on the play calling for just a moment. It was fourth quarter, about eight minutes, 35 seconds left. Kyler had that pass to, to, uh, to, to Brown in the, in the end zone. I thought it was a bad decision, but it was a good outcome. It resulted in initially it was called a touchdown, but it was taken back and it was the ball was put on the, with the half yard line. But it's, that's, I guess that goes more towards decision making, but I thought that it would have been better to, to run the ball. I mean, in, in a couple of different instances, 
there was a fourth and one, and they're passing the ball. And I'm yeah. thinking, and, and if you can't pick up a fourth and one with your running back, even though Connor was left the game, uh, never came back, he, he, had, he had an injury, but you should still be able to pick up a fourth and one on the ground. And also, Jay, I'm, I'm very curious, are we ever going to get under center for anything? I think we had two, maybe three snaps under center this game. Situations, and I know it's become like the, you know, everybody's got to go out of shotgun in these pistol formations, even on fourth and inches and stuff like that. But at some time, at some point in time, I mean, it just seems to me that we would have that in our arsenal. And we we very rarely want to get under center. And then, like you said, even some of our play decisions, even on a – we lucked out on – I mean, obviously the Raiders gave us the ball back and game, game set match on that fumble, turned turned around for a touchdown. But think about this, Jay, on that last drive, our first drive in overtime, was it fourth and one or two, whatever it was? And we ended up on a – a streak down the left side of the four, the, the field, right? And we incomplete by right. They used to be lining up for a field goal game over. Instead, obviously we had their fumbles and the ball just bounced our way several times during this game, which is good. But yes. in those, in those situations, man, like I said, I, I'm very curious as to where, what our, you know, our game plan is, or are we just making up, making it up on the fly? Yeah, so interesting. So, so again, one of the things that I mentioned was uh, pressure. How did you feel that they did pressure-wise? Your man JJ Watt was in. He, he played. He played today. But um, I thought that that the pressure was still lacking. They had to do some different types of, to bring pressure from different points at times. Um, it, it came some things. It, it, I'll get to our man Isaiah Simmons that that made a, a really a game game-winning play. Uh, in overtime, really, that led to the Brian Murphy um, scoop and score. But how did you feel about the pressure in the, in this game? Well, it was a game of two halves, man. In the first half, we got absolutely no pressure on them. I think it was a 20 to nothing at the half. And Yes, sir. And honestly, it should have the, the, the kicked themselves in the butt because that's one of those games you go in, you're up 20 to nothing, and it still felt like, man, we left a whole lot on the table out there. And then I don't know what happened to the, the, the Raider game plan in the second half. They allowed us to, one, stay in the game. And then I think it just got to a point, man, where they were just – they spent so much time on the sidelines that they got out of sync. And I don't know I don't yeah. know necessarily if we took them out of sync or they just got cold. It's almost like a, uh, a basketball player who gets into foul trouble early in the game. Like, you know, picks up three in the first half and is like, oh, we got to sit you for the last eight of this half, and then we might not even put you in until mid-third or something like that. And by the time they come back out, they just, they're just not in the game. They're stale. And it almost right. felt like the, the Raiders, for whatever reason, like I said, because they had control of the game in the first half, we got back in the game. And, you know, all kudos to the Cardinals because, one, they, they – didn't give up. They kept fighting, uh, did whatever they had to do. And there was some, th- there, man, just like we, we get down there on that last drive and it's like third and goal, you know, fourth and goal. I mean, it just somehow they figured it out. And these are those games, man, I tell you, they can spark a season, uh, you know, maybe give everybody a boost, just give you that, that jolt. Uh, we'll see where, I don't care what you say, when, when you win a game like this is one of those 
you know, you win ugly. We won this one ugly, and I'd take a ugly girl to to any any day of the week rather than going home by myself. <laughs> back I hear in the day, that. I hear you that. know, <laughs> yeah, back in the day, I feel you. I, I hear, I hear that. So, what's interesting is, and tell me if you saw this. One of the things that I think is is one of the the calling cards of of Carr, uh, the quarterback for the Raiders, is that he'll let you get back in the game sometimes. And yeah. I thought that some of his passes were were up, so they so the accuracy, especially in, in in the second half when the when the Cardinals were able to get back into the game, so some of those passes were a little bit too high. And I thought the play calling became a little bit more conservative as opposed to continuing to try to to keep your foot on the on the pedal. You know what it almost felt like too, Jay, because there was so much made about how last week all he was looking for was Devontae Adams. You know, and it was almost yeah. like, you know, you got to share the ball. You can't just, you know. And then, so we get into this game. You look at the end of it. Devontae had two receptions for 20, no, for 12 yards. And it was yeah. almost like we, they went to the exact, like to the extreme. You know, I think they, Holland's had more targets, way more targets than, yeah. than, than Adams. And, yeah. and, you know, sometimes I guess the way a team is playing you will dictate that. But it didn't look like the Cardinals were necessarily like, taking uh, Devontae Adams away with like triple coverage and stuff like that. It almost, like I said, it seems like, it seemed like Carr, Carr did this to himself. Yeah. I, I, I'm not like everybody will tell you, well, you can't focus on him, but I'll be doggone. If when push comes to shove, I'm looking his way. It was almost like the, the counter to last week's game was, uh, well, I'm not going to, I'm going to try to spread it around a little bit this game. And I think they missed many opportunities to exploit whatever, uh, you know, matchup or uh, coverage or just sometime, you know how it is. Sometime, even with Kyler Murray, sometimes you got to throw it up to him. I didn't see any of that in this game in terms of looking for him. And, 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 and as you mentioned, he takes his foot off the gas. And that's, a, that's all, right. that's kind of what I felt like. He he kind of lost his way, and that second man, that second half. What well, I mean, you would have thought that uh, I don't know that we they were up by forty points. We're just trying to run out the clock. They they didn't have any yes. type of continuity at all. Yeah, and so with the lack of urgency, as I mentioned in the beginning of at the beginning of the show, did you feel the same thing? In lack of urgency, I want I, this is what. Sometimes my my youngest son was was uh, one of the <laughs> I was writing notes and so he took my sheet and wrote cards trash in in the, <laughs> at the begin at the end of the first half and and so one of the I want he 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 said if the Cardinals win this game so it's the third quarter and so he said hey if the, if Dad if the Cardinals happen to win this game would you think would the, would that be a good thing or if they come close and they maybe fall short is that a good thing. And so I said, well, you, it's easier to teach after a win than after a loss and you're in an 0-2 hole. Am I off track there? Do you think that they'll be able to, from the coaching staff to the players, to, to, to create more of a sense of urgency when it comes to next week's game against the Rams? Any win is better than any loss. I don't care, well, you know, when we played great in defeat. Or, nah, I don't care how bad it looked. If you get a W, that is – because, like you said, it's better to go home and teach from a, a win because you can point out the positives of, look, man, we were down 20 yeah. to nothing. We look like straight doo-doo. 
after in after the first half. I don't know what the switch what switch we hit or what motivated us to come out there because as as much as we can say the Raiders dribbled down their leg and lost that game, the Cardinals mm-hmm. had to take advantage of every opportunity to win sure. that game. And like I said, we tried to give it back even our, ourselves, but in the end, we got this one. Now, this thing about coming out of the gate, because once again, Chiefs did to us first three possessions. They were, you know, 21-7. They scored three touchdowns on the first, you know, three possessions, and we looked lethargic. This game, bro, we went into halftime shut out, 20 to nothing. So that means that the Raiders right. once again dominated this first uh, half. And like I said, I guess the – the overriding moral of this story is don't give up because you never know what might happen, but you can't afford to go fall in, into those type of holes. You're going to make that yeah. a consistent of your uh, attack. And I, like you said, I don't know whether it was they come out and they're just not fired up or, uh, you know, the game plan isn't quite there, whatever it is, but you can't make that. A, you can't do that on a steady uh, basis. Otherwise, because like I said, Raiders by all accounts, what, were they thinking and giving this one to us? Uh, we very easily, very easily could be 0 and 2, bro, instead of the Raiders. So you take this one, everybody gets on that plane, you look at the film tomorrow, and there'll be a lot of patting on of the backs. There's also going to be a lot of, hey, we need to clean a whole lot of this up. But I'd rather be cleaning up from a W, like you said, than an L. One of the things that we noted was the, how quickly the, the Cardinals gave up on the rushing game last week. But this week, at least they finished with 143 rushing yards. Um, it, it, staying with it, I mean, I think that's that's key, is you have to stay with it because, again, you never know how the game, what will turn, where where this will go from, from play to play. But I think it, it really does show, Again, play calling just comes to mind. I was watching in some of the different play calls when for in the first half versus the second half, almost as if we're down. So now I guess we can really play the way we want to play as opposed to seeming to hold something back. And, and that that's a concern to me because this this division, the NFC, the NFC, uh, uh, this conference, I should, the division is, is really open because we know that Trey Lance today, he goes down and he's, he's out for the rest of the season. And I mean, I don't know how much of an impact he was going to have. I think anyway, that actually makes now, the Niners better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause my, my, my wife mentioned that she said, well, that's, that's a bad thing. I said, eh, well, I think the 49ers <laughs> are probably quietly happy about that. And then we have Seattle. Of course, I think they're going to definitely fall back to the pack in terms yeah. of being what they should be. And of course the Rams are going to be the Rams. We'll, we'll see kind of how that goes as the season wears on if they, but you know, it's, it says we're going to be chasing the Rams. So you need to be able to stack as many wins as possible. Yeah. I think one of the lessons I took from this day, and you can maybe, you know, stamp this for me or, uh, you know, tell me I might be off base, but I think the urgency, when you brought up the, the, you know, the terminology urgency and everything like that, I think once they realized they were behind, right? And, you know, obviously we got to pick up the pace. Didn't it seem like once they picked up the pace, it was almost like it, it, they got into a rhythm and they just started going quicker and quicker. Yes. And then the other thing with the Raiders being, their defense being out on the field as much as they were, they just kept, it was almost like chopping away at that wood, man. They just kept yeah. chopping away. And with the run, they established and did it just enough to keep the uh, Raiders uh, on point, on check in terms of having to respect that. 
mm-hmm. you know, decent screen game uh, as well. Uh, the one thing I'm still looking for is a little more verticalness in our passing game. But I, I like the fact that, like I said, they picked up the pace. And that might have made them feel a little more urgent because once they started doing that, they got into the rhythm and they stayed with the running game. And I, I still believe that we can do even better with the running game. Yeah. And once again, Cliff, if you got your headphones on, you happen to be searching through podcasts and here it is, get Kyler Murray under center more. I keep saying that, man. That would open yeah. up so many more options for the running game and for his bootleg and escaping and stuff like that. Now, were you as nervous as I am? Well, I want to get about a couple play-specific things before we shut down. A couple play-specific things. So we got that two-point conversion at the end of the at the end of the regulation that ends up resulting in ends up being converted, of course. But as he's running around, I was waiting for for a flag. I was just waiting for a flag because he was running around. Oh so yeah, much yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And let me look at something too because we had our share of penalties. Yes, sir. In his games, I think at one hour we had ten, ten for and digits, man. And as you mentioned, on kids like that, that you just hold a breath because I'm thinking there's no way the offensive lineman didn't hold during that 16 seconds yes. of him running around, and maybe the the the, the they just decided to swallow those whistles. But yeah, no, we were at. Uh, let me see. We were at twelve for one hundred and twenty yards, and that's way too much. But yeah, I was I was holding my breath when it came to uh, some of that runaround. But uh, you know, it all worked out in the end. I, I, man, I, I I'm not sure about you. I almost fell off my chair. Go up, go back, go left, go right. And I was just like, yes. Wow. yes, that was unbelievable. That was you got to give credit yes. where credit is due. This I'll say this much: there are only a handful of human beings on this earth that could have made that play, you know, your Lamar Jacksons and a couple others. Uh, there are very few, right. and I'm talking about some, even some of the most elitist of elite quarterbacks. I don't see Mahomes as great as he is doing that. Uh, maybe Josh Allen might even be too big to pull that off, but there, there are only so many people right. that could do what he did. And that, that was amazing. That was unbelievable. So let's so get into the the play that you and our our man Isaiah Simmons makes. He that ends up being the scoop and score. So he was he was uh, very instrumental in that play. So good to be able to, to nose to the ball. He still had one of those up and down games. I mean, we're still looking for him to kind of settle into what he's doing, being that star backer. And then now I know because that play was under review, and you remember a few years ago. The Deshaun Jackson, where he was running into the end zone and he dropped the ball just before he made it into the end zone. Yeah. And so that's what they were looking at. And yeah. I said, oh, man, you bet not have to bring me back on the field because you tried to you tried to Hollywood it, no pun intended. Yeah. You tried to Hollywood it and drop it right before you got into the end zone. Your thoughts on both of those both of those plays. Man? Well, I mean, for Simmons, it's one of those Man, everybody's gonna love on him. What's well should for that one play? If you look at the overall yes. game, bro, he had two total tackles. I think it is two. Yeah, two total yeah. tackles. And we're talking. This is supposed to be our star back, our Jack out there. You know, I'm still not seeing that. I think they even remarked about it at some point during the game. How he still doesn't look like he's quite yet getting it. But for one play, for one play, bro, he brought it, and that's what. I mean, that's, that's a game winner. That's a game changer right there. 
as far as the, you know, the, the goal line situation there, that, that's one of those. If you are with, um, if you're on a team like, let's pick any team. Let's say a, a Belichick team, right? Could you imagine, could you imagine getting that close to doing something that stupid? And I mean, you might actually get fined for that. Belichick might actually take your game check just because you were close to making that type of mistake. Whereas you, you know, you, you know, you would, that's like kids who had strict parents. It was like, nah, nah, I ain't even, not even gonna mess with that. I'm not, nah, do you? Whereas kids that don't have that kind of discipline at home, they'll, they, they do stuff like that. Those are the type of things right. that Cliff needs to clean up. And it's all fun and games because we won the game. Imagine if something like that happens. Ooh. Well, Deshaun Jackson, you know, a few years ago with the, uh, the, the drop at the line. Eagles. The Eagles, that type yeah. of thing. Those are the type of things. If you're buttoned up, you're not even – dude is not just running across the line. He's handing it to the re- um, referee and stuff like that. So those are the type of things, man. Right. That's That that shows – and, you know, though, I, I'm, I might be nitpicking, but that shows the type of ship that might be being run here, meaning there's no fear and retribution and – I said that that stuff like that can come back to haunt you. I hope we never have to deal with that though, because that's embarrassing. Indeed, indeed. So it, again, so it, a win is a win. It was it was something that it looked very much in doubt after the after the end of the first half. Um, again, some of the things that Kyler seemed to be it, it just it, it was just very much in doubt. So better, yeah. Go, coming out of the locker room. There was some positivity in terms of maybe being able to to find that base, maybe treating it like, you know, it was the end of the, this was the the end of the preseason, and now we were really starting to play a game here in the second half. It was like the preseason was over. But any <laughs> other high end thoughts that 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 come to you in terms of from this game? Because again, getting in the locker room after a victory, I still the biggest thing again that came for me was was pass rush. The getting it from the defensive line, so getting that rush, getting that pressure, uh, and then also I think that play call, the play calling is really because is it it reared its ugly head last week, but not as much because the game was out of hand. Yeah, but this those those tighter situations where the game is really on the line and this you really need that play, you need to have those 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 timeouts in your back pocket. You didn't have. And you had to make those plays. And as you mentioned, you had to get a delay a game because you just had, because that's just what it was. So those are the thoughts that I leave as we get to the Rams because the Rams are going to be more buttoned up than we are. So you have to begin to, you, if you have to get those things under control. But what, what are some of your thoughts before we head out of here? Yeah. No, the Rams got the scare at the end of their game as well, which hope, you know, might be an eye opener for them. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm right there with you in terms of, you know, one, we have to get off to better starts to these games. We can't go down 20 to nothing, you know, allow opening. Now this is two games in a row. Let's keep track of this. Two games in a row, the, the team who our, our opponent has marched down the field, put seven on the board. Uh, you know, yeah. and that's, you, you talk about that doesn't happen all the time. You know, uh, there are teams that have those streaks of have not allowed an opening drive touchdown and, you know, and 16 home games. We're right now we're two for two in terms of letting the, you know, giving up the, the goods right off the bat. We got some, that's something we already have to keep an eye on. And as right. you mentioned, play calling, uh, play clock. And, uh, my, my lasting thing, Jay, and we'll talk about this obviously because we'll be, uh, you know, match up next coming up is the Rams. This is one of those games come Monday. It's time to set because now the play, this is one of those beautiful, 
beautiful plane ride home, bro. The only thing bad about this plane ride from Vegas is it's not a little longer. Cause these, this is one of those ones where everybody like, you'd like this to be an East Coast swing where everybody's getting on a plane and we got three or four hours to get home. That's like a party plane, right? This one's a short ride over from Vegas, but only about 45 minutes in the air. The thing is, once we touch ground, we get into meetings tomorrow. We go over this one. It's time to slap hands. Yeah. Uh, you know, congratulate, man. Let's celebrate. Come Tuesday, they off. Wednesday, we got the Rams coming in here. It's time to forget about this one and start focusing on what's coming next. Cause, you know, a lot of times, you know, guys get caught up in, man, we balled out last yeah. week. Okay. We last week is over, but let's celebrate this one today. Well fought win by the Cardinals. Uh, took advantage of every mistake that the Raiders made, but you got that W, and that's what it's all about. Yeah, and so, again, if there's any player that's that's probably saying that even if, as everybody is elated and cheering, it's Marco Wilson because he got targeted quite a bit. He got he was yeah. picked on a little bit, and if the and if the Raiders had stayed put their kept their foot on the gas, they'd have picked on him even more, and they didn't, and that's the Raiders' fault. And so, if I'm Marco Wilson, everybody's happy. Ain't you happy, dog? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I'm straight. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to focus and figure out what I'm doing. I'm talking to the staff, saying, "Give me film today," because I know they're gonna pick on me until I prove that. Until I prove myself worthy. So, uh, again, on behalf of the one and only Ed Easy Smith, I am Javon J. Love Adams. We are presented by Bet Online. We bring you this two days a week. So tell a friend to tell a friend about what we have going on here. We appreciate it. You can find us on, of course, Believe.com. You can find us wherever you find your podcast. Just search Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. And then, of course, you can find us on EasySportsTalk.com. We have a tab up there that says uh, Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. And, of course, we're on the SiriusXM app. And as uh, we always like to say around this time, you can till later this week be easy out there and just man i'm almost ready to come over there and give you a hug man after, after <laughs> what your raiders just did you but you know, i'll give you some, i'll give you some that i'll give you a air hug so if anybody's watching this i'm giving jay air i even turn my head for you man so lay it on your, i'm laying it on your shoulder Man, it's, it's 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 kind of the best of both worlds because i'm glad the cardinals won and i wish my raiders would yeah. came out victorious but at least the only thing that could have been better is, I guess, if we ended in a tie, and then we would be really killing and, and screwing. <laughs> yeah. so we'll take it as we can. So we'll see y'all on Thursday. Have a great one, y'all. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.